October 15th, Riker, here we are. Yes. We are almost halfway through the month. Yes. And uh, today we're going to be talking about um, uh, one of those found footage type horror movies, which I'm typically not a huge fan of, but I feel like Hell Knight LLC actually did a pretty good job. Um, It did. Yeah. Um, So this movie is, it's about... Uh, a group of folks who own this company uh, and and Hell Knight LLC, and uh, and every year around October they build a new haunted house and sell tickets and have people come in. Um, this year, what they've done is they found they seem to have found a an abandoned hotel or a, you know a rundown hotel um, right. in a small town in upstate New York, and. They uh, are going to convert it uh, over the course of a month or so into their haunted house. And they're going to sell tickets and the whole deal. Well, so they go through all that. And night one, uh, shit goes awry. Right. <laughs> so that that's basically the premise of it. And it's told uh, not only through like this quote unquote found footage uh, stuff, but also through like interviews with one of the survivors of the company um and so uh you know the the movie takes a while to get going because there's a lot of just like introducing uh the audience to the characters um introducing them to the different personalities kind of giving us uh through this uh found footage technique um like a background uh their background their history their dynamic Um, like what, you know, who, who the leader of the whole thing is, who the girlfriend is, all that stuff. But once you get through that and the creepy shit starts happening around this hotel, uh, that's when it really picks up and it really starts, uh, sucking you in. Great. Yeah, no. Um, and it's got a nice little lore to the, what's going on. The Abaddon hotel's got a um you know a history to it yeah you know bad things happened at a haunted attraction in this hotel before yeah and so you know why not put a haunted house in there again because that would make sense john yeah exactly That's a really good idea so a bit uh, of the background on the hotel is that you know it used to be a hotel uh some wacky shit went down people died uh, I believe the uh, owner of the hotel like hung himself in the in the dining room or some shit. I don't remember. And uh, and so they closed it down, boarded it up. Nobody in town wants to talk about it anymore. No, um, they so, don't. And, but they and, will talk about it again in the sequels that come. Yeah, there are two sequels to this. I've not seen either of them. But uh, um, what what I like and don't like about this movie uh, simultaneously is that they don't explain a lot, right? Um, you're just, they leave a lot, a lot of, uh, um, a lot of holes. Right. And I've, I've read that the, the two sequels, you know, fill in a lot of those gaps, but you, you know, you're not exactly sure why the town doesn't talk about this hotel, you know, why the cops don't want to talk to anybody about what went down. Um, you, you, you're not really even like the, what happens in the movie is not like really explained. Like you don't really see anybody die, 
you know, you don't see any of the stuff no, no, that really. happens. It all, most of it, like 90% off of it, camera. Uh, yeah, happens either off camera or in kind of an obscured way. So you're not really sure what happened. You just know that some shit went down, right? Um, and, and on one hand, I really like that. And on the other hand, I'm like, so what is it? Is it like some sort of black cult? You know, like, what's the deal? You know, what's going on? Right. And so I want answers. And I, I watched the previews to the uh, to part two and part three. And they look pretty much like the exact same movie. Pretty much. Uh, but to me, I'm like, I want to watch them because I want to, I want to know what the fucking story is. You know, I want to know what happens uh, or what, you know, I, I saw want, the I second want those one. gaps filled. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the second one. I have not watched the third one. Yeah. Only the because second the second one, well, maybe we watch the second one. I could rewatch it. You could tell me if it's, it just didn't. It wasn't lightning in the bottle again. Like it wasn't yeah. as good. And that's right? what I was I was thinking watching the previews. I was like, you know, this looks like trying to recapture uh, whatever magic the first one had. And I'm not saying this Hell Knight LLC, the first one, is a great movie. It's it's good. It's definitely worth a watch. It's got some super creepy moments to it. Um, but it, you know, it has it, it did capture something that I don't think I can't see them replicating or or uh, improving upon. You know. I mean, a lot of but a lot of horror movies try to try to do that, and it just doesn't. Almost all of them don't work yeah. out, save Conjuring, which yeah. is equally as frightening. But yeah, they change the story. That's the you know if we're gonna take yeah. the same cast of characters, I'll put them in a different story. But you know, yeah. I yeah, for the most part, you're right. Like most horror sequels, just aren't as good. So just. so a bit of the, about the dynamic of the of the cast here is uh, it's run by you know one guy like the company was created by one guy and they kind of refer to him as boy genius or whatever right because he's it, it, think of it like a theater troupe almost like a traveling theater troupe um, and he's kind of the director of this whole thing the whole thing was his brainchild this Hell Knight uh, company and uh, then he's got his buddy that he's known you know since childhood. And then he's got the couple dudes that were his first hires. And then he's got his girlfriend that works with them. And then whenever right. they whenever they get to their town or, or whatever, they hire actors to come in and round out uh, the needs, right? So they, they kind of, when, when, they, when they get their venue, they come up with a story or a theme or whatever. And then they hire actors and stuff to round that out and fill in the gaps that they need filled in. Um so, so that's, that's, uh, and, and, you know, then there's the one guy, I think his name might've been Paul or something. He was, he's like the comedic relief, right? The comic relief right. of the movie. He's kind of this a bit of a scumbag, but also at the same time, generally harmless, you know, uh, he just wants to hang out, get drunk, smoke pot and try to grope women, you know, like that's his deal. Um, and so I say generally harmless, but you know, who the fuck knows? He is a bit of a skis. Uh, but anyway, but he's like, you know, he's kind of meant to be the one that the audience uh, is with the most because he's operating the cameras all the time and he's carrying right. around and documenting all of the stuff because the head of the troop wants everything documented every year, you know, for plot convenience reasons, you know. Right. Uh, um, and then, you know, shit starts happening. And, and what I love, my favorite moments were when shit would happen in the background, like just like barely out of focus that the rest of the cast wouldn't notice, you know? Right. And, 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 but only the audience noticed it. And you're like, what the like, fuck was that? You know? Like the fucking clown. Yes. Like the clown. Like or, the first time you see the clown, you're like, this is not good. And then yeah. 
it moves and they don't notice that it moves, but you yeah. do and you're yeah. creeped out like I'm running now I'm running in and the camera doesn't run away, but you want it to run away. Yeah. Like yeah. please run away. Cause this creepy clown's gonna get you. Gonna get yeah. you. Yeah. So anyway, uh what did you what are you gonna give this movie, Riker? Let's oh my goodness. Uh yeah, I you know, um I thought it was pretty good. I'm gonna give it, you know, for for found footage, it's it's pretty effective. It's pretty good. Um, I'm gonna give it three point five. Um, mysterious mannequins. How's that? <laughs> nice. Uh, I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna one up you a little bit. I'm gonna give it a four. I'm feeling generous today. Feeling generous today. I, I didn't love the movie. I didn't hate the movie. But at the same time, I thought it was better than average. You know, I thought it was better than right down the middle because there were just so many creepy parts to it and. You know, like there are there's also so many parts that I was like, OK, this is obviously meant to further the plot along or as a device to catch the audience up on what's happening. And and those parts, I just kind of had to just let them be what they are, like understand. Yeah, right. it's a little corny or it's a little ham fisted, but but it's necessary to get the audience up to speed. I thought it was well done, man. And like I said, I generally don't give a shit about these, uh, quote unquote, found footage uh, horror flicks. Um, but I thought this one was well done. So let's get to spoiling. Spoiling it. You want to talk about the basement? Yeah, <laughs> yeah man, that basement. That uh, that okay. basement. Creepy as shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like the the basement. And oh, by the way, uh, it's. It would be a deal breaker for me if I was setting up a haunted house and I went into the basement and we're going to take over a, um, a hotel. Oh, by the way, a little trivia. Uh, this movie was actually filmed in a hotel haunted house in uh, Lytton, Pennsylvania. It nice. was called the Waldorf Hotel, and um, it was haunting at the Waldorf Hotel. So yeah. just like in this movie, they're filming at a haunt that was an old hotel. And yeah. if I went in the basement of this particular hotel and there were no lights and everything was a dirt floor and there are satanic carvings yeah. on the walls, John, I don't know if I would uh, continue uh, yeah. to set up. a. I might pick somebody else's house. That's just me. Um, but it does it does make for a really scary third act scene where um, maybe you should talk about what happens in that that third act in the, okay, in so, the fucking face. Yeah, so uh, we should also talk about Sarah, who is the main dude's uh, girlfriend, and she's the one giving, yep. or like, uh, doing She's the one being interview. interviewed. Yeah, yeah and, and she's the, she's obviously fucked up, right? Like, like yeah. she's traumatized, or at least that's what it appears, right? Um, and so she's telling the story as they're uh, watching the footage and whatnot. And, um, yeah, so remember when I said earlier that uh, one thing, one of the things that I liked about the movie and disliked about the movie at the same time was how there were so many gaps that they didn't fill in. Right. Um, one of them was the, there was a plot or plot point, uh, about halfway, a little more than halfway through the movie, uh, where one of the guys just decides he's going to quit because he's had enough of this bullshit. He's getting freaked out. The main right. dude just just seems to care about the money and he doesn't care about like the fact that fucking genuinely spooky shit's happening. And um, then and, and then the other guy, uh, Mac, I think his name, uh, the main guy's best buddy. 
goes and talks this guy into coming back and they only give you like tidbits of their conversation and right. and they never really explain why he agrees to come back there's some sort of like he did he's doing it because of this right like and right. by by he, he i mean the main dude like he picked this hotel for this reason and we're doing it because of this they never really elaborate on that too much and and that no. like fucking drove me nuts but anyway third act let's talk the third act so the third act is almost entirely uh opening night um the infamous opening night that we see right at the beginning like we see the footage right at the beginning of the movie of kind of what happens but uh the third act really uh elaborates on it and shows us more of what's going on shows us uh other other camera footage of like people running through the house and trying to get the fuck out but our main characters our main cast uh jumping behind the scenes going up to the attic uh, you know, going uh, to the living quarters and all that shit and seeing what goes on. And it's genuinely like creepy, man. It's really creepy. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and, and again, not a lot of it is explained. Like there's some sort of possession going on. There's some sort of demonic force within this house uh, that manifests itself in like these different entities. So like it, most often it's like this baldish looking dude who's like just standing creepily in the corner. Uh, there's also like this little girl who's like just a fucking devil girl. Right. Um, and they apparently like get into your fucking head and fuck with you and make you do shit like kill somebody or kill yourself or whatever else. So, yeah, it's freaky, yep. man. It's pretty freaky, creepy, and, creepy. and well done. So I, I dug this movie. I don't know that I'm going to watch the sequels. Uh, unless I'm really, uh, really finding myself really wanting to f figure out what all those gaps are. And, um, but, uh, but I still dug it. I, I recommend it. It's on shutter. I don't know if it's anywhere else, but it's definitely on shutter. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. Good timing. Um, yeah, there's a real nice twist at the end. So you've got a nice spooky twist there at the end, which I thought was really groovy. Oh, and, yeah. uh, yeah, no, yeah. it's uh good stuff. Well, we can talk about that's what I was, that's what you're just reminding me. That's where I was going with Sarah. So it turns out Sarah is uh, I don't I don't really get what happened. Like she was there giving the interview, but at the same time, she wasn't like it was this whole fucking weird thing. And she somehow convinces the documentarian to go to the hotel and check it out for herself, which this documentarian was a bit of a fucking idiot. And she's like, yeah, let's go. What are you, chicken? Well, let's do this, you know? Right. It's like, what, did you not see this? You know, like, fucking, did you not just watch the footage we watched? Uh, but anyway, um, so she goes there and Sarah, uh, well, so Sarah was supposedly staying at the same hotel as a documentarian. And she said when she said she had to take a break and she would be in room 2C. And yes. so so the documentarian goes down to the lobby and says, hey, can you call up 2C and uh, tell, you know, Sarah or whatever that we're leaving? And the, the 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 manager was like, we don't have any 2C. Like, we don't have letters in our room numbers. Right. And they're like, well, what the fuck? So anyway, they go to the, the haunted hotel, to Hell House. Uh, and uh, as they're wandering around, they get to the living quarters. And wouldn't you know it, there's room 2C. They open the door. Sarah's sitting in there uh, with her back to the door and her looking out the window or looking at the wall or whatever. And uh shit happens and uh documentarian and cameraman gone die they yeah. bite it they do it, it's a creepy way to end it man. Here and there that she is not 
um, well. Yeah. And, well, and by not well, I mean she's dead. Okay. <laughs> so I mean that's that's what I mean. Like she says, I'm in a better place now. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who says that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's you know, that's what you say about your mom. Well, mom's in a better place from them. I would never say, well, I'm in a better place. Well, <laughs> unless I was dead. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, so at any rate, there's that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, that was really good. And quite frankly, the first time you watch that movie, like I I did not I did not see that coming. And I love movies that do that, man. I didn't see it coming. And and it was really great. So that was yeah. really great. Yep. So great movie. I recommend it. Uh, fun time. Uh, check it out. And we will be back tomorrow, sir. All right. Can't wait. Bye bye. Thank <music> you.